take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You're now listening to From the Pit. Oh, is that how it ends? <laughs> I think that's well. Yeah. yeah, that's how it ends. But it sounded like it it, it cut sh- a little short. Oh wow. Okay. I I was not expecting that. I was ready to come in all fucking high energy, and then it uh, it just kind of stopped. Um, the proverbial. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we can hear our fucking intro now. That's cool. How Holy about that? shit. That's right. But no uh, more, uh, despite that, <laughs> we still stumbled. Ah. <laughs> uh, Hey. Oh, we, I mean, nah, fuck it. There's, you know, that's just what we do here. Uh, big things this week. We have music. Yes. There's fucking music. We're we playing music. We got intros. We got music. We got a new fucking logo. Yeah. Boom. All kinds of shit. Uh, anyway, you are listening to From the Pit. Woo. The show where we talk about all tort, all, all torts, all tortoises. All torture. Just those cats. All tortoise torture. No, uh. Ooh. <laughs> show where we talk about all types of fucking underground metal, hardcore, and all that heavy shit. I'm Phil. With me is Mike yep. and Frank. Hello. Uh, right on. It's been a it's been a long setup, long night so it far. It has been a very long setup. Uh, we're playing around with some things, guys. So if the music sounds a little hinky, if if any of the the quality is a little odd, we do apologize. We'll be working on that. Uh, but this is, I mean, the, the last piece of this equipment showed up today. Yep. So we just wanted to start playing clips for you guys, uh, both for you and for the bands. So that being said, uh, where are we starting? What's up first on, on the thing? The treller? On the treller. That'll be a holy grinder. Oh yeah, that is my choice. Ah. Mm. Tom, why don't you just uh jump right into up. the clip? Oh, go right to the clip. Ooh. That was uh, Get Killed that was by a, a Holy Grind. <laughs> yes. It's, this is very, uh, what you would call a noisy grindcore. Yeah, I thought I heard a car alarm in that. <laughs> so for anyone who hasn't checked out any of Frank's suggestions, which I'm not sure why you'd be skipping them, but uh, it's, it's what I'd expect. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I definitely... Uh, I love anything that incorporates noise because... Any form of noise music is always on the uh, extreme side of things. It's very abrasive, very harsh. Indeed. There was an oddly nice groove to that, though. Yes, they maintain, uh, in all our songs, there's a underlying, uh, be it grindcore, even at some points almost doomy section or even a punky section to it. A little yeah. bit of rhythm to cling on to. Yes. That's cool. It it um, It's definitely for... For someone who's already into grindcore but just hasn't taken that step into noise yet, I think they are perfect. Uh, yes. Um, and I also dig a lot of the... Well, the albums uh, eradicate all scum. 
and it's very uh like get killed starts off with like lyrics such as like a woman's not a piece of object for you like that those sort of things that's dope i'm hmm. down with that so it's kind of like the opposite of a uh, porno grind yeah you've also got a uh, most of the songs follow in that vein um uh, there's the title track eradicate all scum um suffer uh dead cop lots of um to the point yes <laughs> grind grind is is very commonly uh super socially aware yes you know it's gonna be seen with bands like uh like that what's the what's the band again the name uh, of the band that we're talking about right now. Holy Grinder. Holy Grinder. Speaking of, let me slide this in real quick. Um, Anal Trump is releasing a vinyl. Get the. F- it's a. <sighs> it's like clear and piss colored. Oh my god! <laughs> is it limited? Uh, I I don't remember. I need I it. Check back into that. I need it. I will say. Uh, so if you're looking to get a physical copy of Holy Grinder, act now because there is one cassette left. Act now. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> no, there's not. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, it's a minimum of five, I believe, so. That was Robocop, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> cool. Holy holy grinder. So what? let's see. Let's see if it's one of our listeners who snatches up that last fucking cassette. Yeah, let us know if you do. That'd be fucking sweet. That'd be kind of cool. Sell that band out. Make them print more cds and shit tapes fool <laughs> fucking hipster shut up so um next up we got were you uh were you all finished with those guys oh yeah all right <laughs> we got I'm done with it <laughs> we got hellmouth up next um i'll be i'll be honest i uh read about these guys on a toilet uh, around the toilet Okay. Is that, is that their Tuesday that's, article? That's their, that's the, um, what, like the mini, mini reviews? Mini reviews from around the toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a, take a quick minute. If you haven't had the opportunity to go and check out Toilet of Hell. Our, our, um, if you've listened to us at all, you've heard us talk about them easily, our favorite fucking metal blog mm-hmm. on the yeah. internet. Uh, good guys over there, but it's where occasionally, uh, when it's, when it's when we're really in a drought trying to find bands, somebody I I didn't, I didn't catch the writer, um, but there was an excellent article written on inauguration day just about keeping your head on. Word, so that was, they're good, good people over there. They though. are, they are definitely. Anyway, so, so I uh, was reading about a band called Science of Sleep, not the Science of Sleep, which I think is an indie band. Oh, that happens entirely too often. Yeah, <sighs> and uh, this will be off their album Hellmouth. So, uh, conductor, want you? Hear? Mm. 
brutal. Fucking A. I love that fucking marching cadence. Yes. So, Toilet toilet said it right, in a sense. Like, there is a wide ocean about an inch deep of deathcore. It's real hard to find those deep spots, those bands that really play more than a breakdown. Yes. Yeah, they did it. This is God this damn. has got that heavy crushing rhythm, mm-hmm. breakneck transitions, and still a lot of breakdowns, but they're just tasty. It's that's the key. As long as you're doing it in good taste. Mm-hmm. Can I say real quick how fucking amped I am that we're playing fucking audio clips on the show of this shit? Because it's one of those things where like we've used <laughs> every goddamn adjective in the I book know. to describe bands, and there are so many times where I felt like I was being repetitive. Um, and we're it just, just not really hitting the mark. Yeah, it just doesn't do them justice. So now all of you motherfuckers can hear this shit before you even go to check it out. Yeah. Before you even go to check it out, you can know like, holy fuck, I definitely need to hear this, or uh, maybe I need to give that one a shot. Still check all of it out. Don't be a dummy. Right. So, so some tasty, tasty deathcore from Koblenz, Germany. That's all. It's nice to find that there is there is good deathcore. Yeah. Because it's a genre that should be much more uh I guess alive. Yeah. But it's it's flooded with some some nastiness. On it's, like, it's it's weird because it's it's always yeah, there are certain bands who do it really well. Then occasionally a band does it that you don't expect. Like Cryptopsy has done some straight up deathcore shit. Mm, and well it's amazing. Well it's not my favorite Cryptopsy, it's really good deathcore. It's so Yeah. Like it, you know, it's it's a weird genre and it's uh I think it's really gotten a bad rap for a long time. Which I is mean, a shame because there's so much good shit to it. You, yeah, it's like anything. You just gotta. I mean, maybe not like anything. I mean, there's. You gotta dig for it. Like, you definitely gotta dig for the good deathcore. And these dudes are rocking. Ah, oh, it's fucking dope. I, I dug mean, that. It yeah, it's made me the most excited since uh, Black Tongue. Y'all can't see me like losing my shit over over this over these uh, songs in the studio, but. Oh rest man, we all it is happening. We all had the uh, classic stink face on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, it's so good. Yeah, so moving on from Science of Sleep. I'm going to save. Tom's already got it queued up, so all right, we'll keep it up. We'll keep it up. Ash and Spire. (laughs) Speak not of the laudanum quandary. (laughs) You you said that to me earlier, and I was like, what? So I wrote it. I'm going to read my description of it. Truly unique Baroque anger railing from behind a podium in the hall set to judge imperialistic greed because I, I can't come up with anything else. Um, wow. Alright, let's, let's fucking hear this shit. Oh, 
that that vocal approach is awesome. That is the weirdest shit we've had on the show since Slice the Cake. And uh, another another one mini review, you know, mini album from Around the Toilet. That's that was on the same list, and they they said the same thing. It's borderline unclassifiable. It's weird in a way. Like I, I. it's real heavy and real emotional. It's weird in a way where they're clearly not trying to be weird. It's just what the fuck happened. I feel like someone time traveled to the 1780s and just ripped a dude off the street and <laughs> brought him back. <laughs> like It was like, yo, look at how fucked up shit is now. And the dude just started. He, he whipped out his fucking feather... Quill, quill and, and yeah, his quill and ink, and just started scrawling on papyrus. Or I also was thinking, <laughs> me without you, time traveled back. That's because like, fair there's as well. just like a passion to this rolling poeticism that this guy is delivering in a very Cockney, um, not of this time sort of. Yeah, it's 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 rhythmically odd too, like um like the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool shit. Uh there's something different for you. It, and that little 30 second clip does no justice. That song was building for 3 minutes before that <laughs> clip and then we'll finish off for another 6 minutes like there's a epic real variance to this act and sometimes he gets spit and angry and sometimes he's more just shouting and it's it can't be missed it's one of those real unique different things so again ash inspired and i'm not mad about that one next we got sojourner we, we're going to talk about them because well because we got the okay from our buddies and i feel a little bit better now about it so we're gonna talk about Sojourner, Empire of Ash. But what was? So I'm a little bit worried that some of the high-end, like, melodic qualities didn't come through. I heard it. Uh, yeah, I that, um, really like the symphonic uh, synthesizers in there. Bros. Yeah. I, if I wasn't on Amazon last night looking up tin flutes, tin whistles, <laughs> penny whistles. That, um, anytime you can make a, something that's more akin to black metal sound pretty. Oh, is pretty amazing. Um, it, it's got that mirror dichotomy of pretty and dark contrasting. It reminds me of the few good releases from Wolves in the Throne Room. Yeah. Like Deedum of the Twelve Stars. Um, cool shit, man. I, 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 it's, it's nice to hear that we're still getting that sort of symphonic sound in more traditional sounding black metal as opposed to like 
you know, just hearing it from like Cradle of Filth or Dimmu. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even to speak poorly of them, but it's what they do now is kind of less traditional black metal. Oh yeah. Where uh Yeah, this this dude, this um lead singer definitely has the classic qualities of like a black metal vocalist. He's got a little oh, bit of the frogginess and um it's always dark. Mm-hmm. And it's always that vocal styling, so even that lends to sort of the black metal to me. Yes. And then just the the epic Celtic, pretty melodies, the pan, or the tin whistles and strings. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, with any of these bands, uh, hop on the fucking Facebook. Tell us what you think. Tell us who you checked out. You know, uh, if you purchased anything from any of them, let us know. Yeah, totally. Go post about it. Let's let's makes open us, up some discussions. Makes us feel better. Yeah, and, and we could talk about it like shit. You know, I mean, we were me, you know, me, me and the dude from Into the Combine were kind of going back and forth about this band, and like, you know, initially I was a little concerned about stepping on toes or like whatever, and you know he he brought up in the, you know, the most valid point, you know, we're all trying to get this music to you guys. Yeah. So that's ultimately what we want to see happen. Sweet. Um, what else are you used to? Have we have that. Um, going on? we have that. Oh yeah. Okay. So that fell in line. Um, oh, perfect. so earlier today at work, um, checked the Instagram and we had a band reach out to us. Um, interested in you know letting us hear the demo uh that they had and talk about the one that's coming out for them on friday um so you know again like we had just said we're trying to get you the music so if you're in a band you're listening to us you heard about us you saw us on instagram you know and you're just listening to this episode you feel free um dm us uh shoot us a message on facebook or whatever we're more than willing to listen to your demos and, you know, either talk to you guys personally about how we felt about it or, you know, l- give it a little shot on the show, a little spot, talk about it. Yeah, definitely. It. Absolutely. I mean, that's uh, that's the whole point of what we're doing. So if you're one of those bands, you feel... Yeah, I mean, don't don't ever be, like, embarrassed or anything. We're not going to get up and trash anybody or no, frame anybody. God, no. If it's not something we feel comfortable putting on the air then we'll still have a conversation with you on our social media. You know, so I we encourage, send us your demos. You know, don't think it's going to be an inconvenience. No, not by any means. So, uh, that being said... That being said, Forever Frost reached out to us, and I, I immediately, you know, clicked over to the band camp and gave them a listen. And I immediately, you know associated to like the early 2000s post-hardcore sort of hardcore like alexis on fire sort of guitar work and even sort of like vocals um and that's fucking cool so let's uh play a little clip Uh. (laughs) jesus Yeah. 
So again, just in case anybody, you know, listening through your headphones or whatever, there was really some cool uh, leads going on. There, yeah. Like real, real cool leads. That's maybe what hooked me the most. Um, you know, the vocals are good. Um, it's, that instrumentation was was really cool to me. I really dig it. This is something I'd be listening to, uh, like I said earlier, um, when we were talking about it, alongside like Modern Life is War, a lot of spute, mm-hmm. um, some of that real like, some of the real melodic sort of shit. Uh, there are even moments, um, obviously not vocally, but um, with the the guitar work that reminded me a little bit of like Blood Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blood Brothers oh, to me were always a little bit jazzier. Yeah, a little. Like, um, um, I guess to me, uh, Alexis on Fire, like the, mm, like you said, melodic. I, I, it's hard for me to explain because Alexis on Fire started doing a thing that I didn't see in conventional heavy music up until that point. The really, um, it's still a dissonant melodic run but it has that single note staccato echoey delay-y sort of I like, constant motion i like how the uh how the lead guitar sort of flows i guess another comparison i would kind of draw would be like um circus survive yeah with the real sort of like there's not so much a strict rhythm with the lead guitar right. as so much as like it sort of hops and skips. Yes. You know? Um, a very, it's very it, fluid way of yeah, attacking yes. transitions and very, bridges. Uh, very catchy. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Like that's something that's going to get stuck in your head all day. Yeah. Yeah, it's the type of thing I'm going to have to listen to. Like, I'll, I will legit probably listen to this album on repeat several times in a row because otherwise it will be stuck in my head. Um <laughs> So fucking A plus guys, like really good shit. We're glad you reached out to us. Uh, hopefully, yeah. some of the audience fucking digs this shit too. So um, yeah, too totally. You know, good good work, Kyle. You know, tell your guys you're doing a fucking good job. Um, and don't hesitate to pass this along to your friends and bands. Like if they got a demo or whatever. Uh, and they say they have a uh, a new track coming out Friday. I'm gonna pull up that so I don't misquote. Okay. Um. Damn man, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's, it's what I had always hoped for when we started this thing like a year and a half or so ago. But now to actually have bands reaching out to us, ah, is the best, awesome. absolutely the best. So their new single will be released this Friday. It is titled "Another Day, Another Grave," and it will be available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and others. Grab that fucking track, man. Their uh, current is up at Bandcamp. Their current EP. Sweet. That's where we played that last track. Yeah, it's good stuff. And, dude, that's the best way for me to start a day. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the detail shop and <laughs> I don't have to immediately think about cleaning cars. <laughs> yeah, that's cool as shit, man. So, I guess that leaves me. Ooh. Sir. Uh... This next one, I have to give a shout out to my buddy Sam for introducing me to them. He uh, is a, a fellow metalhead that I met through a completely unrelated Facebook group. It was just been, it'll just randomly drop shit on my page and be like, hey, you like this? You ever heard this? You ever heard that? I'm like, fuck, man. 
<laughs> so many good suggestions. Um, this next one is a band called Zom, and we are going to play a clip from their song Ill Beings Unspeak. So they were introduced to me as, uh, I'll, I'll put it in Sam's words, uh, hey, uh, heavily discharge influenced uh, black slash death metal interest you, right? It's like, <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, yes, please. That'll do it. Uh, these guys are from Ireland. What? Yeah, For I real? believe. Let me just pull that back up. Yeah, they're from Dublin. Oh, no shit. Fucking shit. Uh, yeah, I believe that album was released not all that long ago, if I remember correct. This is 2015. Uh, so as far as I can tell, they're still active. Um, you can find them at zom666.bandcamp.com. So, you know, they threw the 666 in there. Because, you know, metal is fucking metal. Uh, really cool shit. I love the fucking riffs. There's there's a definite bit of dissonance in there, and I like that it went from, like that track that uh that we just played the sample from, goes from like this straightforward fucking thrash, to just like this heavy pounding fucking, like D beat shit. Yeah, they like, it had like a uh, almost uh like a almost punky groove to it at first and then like just slammed you in yeah it was really hard to pick a song a 30 second segment from any song but you heard those tremel uh, tremolo parts mm -hmm. so it was like it, that always reminds me of the red baron <laughs> is that weird tremolo trem, tremolo parts i guess it's because it reminds uh, me of a plane but anyway yeah immediate like punk black metal death metal transition yeah um and, he, and there's a definite point to the uh, <laughs> to the discharge reference. So awesome shit! Make sure you check them out. Purchase the fucking album. Uh, and like I said, that 30 second clip does not do justice to this band's versatility. If you listen through the whole album, it really fucking it slams you against a wall repeatedly, and then just slams you against a different wall repeatedly. <laughs> It's really fucking awesome. So, uh, fucking awesome recommendation, Sam. Thank you. And Tom wanders back. Hmm. Toma. Just goes wherever he pleases. Toma. Just does whatever the fuck he wants, man. That leaves us with one last recommendation for the week. Mm. This is, in some ways, I'd say also very discharge influenced, but it's really, uh, this is some straight fucking punk hardcore. The band's name is Vagra. Okay. And it's a, one of the, I don't know what it is, like the two dots over the A, whatever the fuck you call those. 
I believe... I know they're from Florida. I believe they're from Gainesville. They just put out this fucking eight-song demo. Uh, the track that we are going to be listening to is called... After the Bomb. So, that's pretty much what the fuck it is. It's very straightforward. It's very aggressive. Uh, They're very angry. Uh, That shit just came out... Ah, Friday the 13th. Another one. Another fucking one. Uh, There are... I don't know how many are left at the moment. There are vinyl copies of this demo available. They printed up 200 of them. And they're 10 bucks. Uh, once people start hearing about this band, I imagine those are going to go quickly. So, if that's something you're interested in, uh, there's another one with a fucking weird band camp, because I guess it's their, uh, their record label that, uh, yeah, they do that thing. Yeah. It's on their record labels band camp. I don't know how I feel about that, but, Mm. uh, you can find them at bloodymasterrecords.bandcamp.com. And if you want to find it directly, add a backslash album, backslash V-GRA. So, no excuses. You can definitely find it. Um, you heard the clip. I think you'll know pretty quickly whether or not that's something you're into. <laughs> so, I guess that would be a good time to mention. Um, Science of Sleep uh, is on Bandcamp. You'll find them at Bastardized rec- Recordings. Yeah. Uh, we are recording next to a Norwegian stream yes. uh, on fresh, this episode. Cool fresh water. Imported fresh from Norway. Yes. Uh, the whole stream. Well, they ship it out of Norway <laughs> and then back into Norway. So that way we, we could record next to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a really long pipeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> okay. Right. We are mature adults here. We have. This is. Uh, oh. I guess what we could do now is speaking of fluid, <laughs> is it about that time? Oh, it's about that time. Mm. This is a lovely little segment that we like to call. Brutal bruise. Mm. And before anything, I think we're just going to play a clip of the album that we are pairing this week. After our editor's uh, done tweeting his boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus.
So, for anyone somehow unaware, <laughs> that is Serenity and Murder by Slayer off of 1994's Divine Intervention. Yeah, bitches. Uh, at this point, I, I, I really hope at least most of you are familiar with the album. Uh, it's fucking Slayer, for fuck's sake. Um, but I will say, it's definitely the first time in quite a while that I've revisited this one. Uh, we had quite the conversation earlier because it's, there's something about the recording and mixing quality that's a stark contrast to what they were doing towards the end of the eighties. Yes. Um, you, you put it very well it's, it's almost a very muddled, like it's, it's very raw. Um, the, the vocals and the lead guitar sound like they were recorded somewhere completely different mm-hmm. and then just flown into the recording. Like when Carrie King's solos come in, it's like it's very out of left field and it's very jarring. The I was also saying earlier, the whole album, as far as uh Slayer albums go, I find to be their most progressive. Yeah. Was- um I mean that very track we just played, um everyone heard how fucking aggressive that intro riff is, and then probably about 10, 15 seconds after that, excuse me, it sounds like an Alice in Chains track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there are transitions <laughs> on that album, and even just certain timings at certain point are very off. And it, like, It's very bizarre. Even uh, even some of the, the rhythms on the vocals are different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... It's certainly a standout uh, from their discography. I don't know... I don't really know if any other Slayer album really sounds quite like that one. No. Which is usually my point when a lot of people say, oh, Slayer sounds the same. It's like, hold on. They have some... Especially with, like, Divine Intervention. Yeah. Um, So that being said... Holy fuck, boys, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right it is. That being said, I wanted to find a beer that was aggressive, uh, a little bit weird, and also just a little bit on that that kind of murky, muddled sort of side. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's kind of the ways I would I would describe the Slayer album. Uh, I ended up stumbling across Ellicottville Brewing Company's Chocolate Cherry Bomb Imperial Stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they say, robust and malty, brewed with English hops, chocolate malt, Oregon sweet cherries, and love. And love. And love. <laughs> That's cute. Um, this uh, the chocolate cherry aspect of this is not hidden at all. Like that. No. Hitting you right in the face. It's kind of the chocolate cherry compared to the rest of the the stout body is very much like the vocals and guitar solos on Divine Intervention. Just just, comes in. They, yeah, they just punch through everything. Oh, <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That being said, um, as far as aggression goes, oh my god, that cherry. Right? Know, Holy I shit, know. man. Wow. It's, I, got, it's, it's, it's not too sweet. 
No, it's got that nice, it's like a nice, like, sweet but slightly tart cherry. Mm-hmm. It's balanced out by and also, like, not overly, it's like a, a true dark chocolate. It's mm-hmm. not, yes. it's not like some fucking overly sweet milk chocolate bullshit. Yeah, fuck uh, that. Everything about this is rich and full-bodied. Um, mm. how a stout should be, damn it. That's, That's how I like fucking it. true. And, uh... On the, the alcohol side of things, at a oh. nice 8.2. That would be the aggressive side of this bitch. And it's not that boozy. No. Not, not shockingly for an, uh, an 8.2%. Yes. Um, I did also mean to say, uh, when we were talking about the album, Yes. one of the things I also like on that album is some of the, I guess, social issues brought up as yeah. far as the... Um, Say things as like Ditto Head talking about the judicial system failing and all that. To which some of the lyrics in some of the songs, I think, also in uh, they're saying pretty much, you know, the decisions of today are going to be the curse of tomorrow. And we're now, you know, <laughs> it's tomorrow. Very yep, poignant. tomorrow is here. <laughs> tomorrow has arrived. Um, fucking. Well, I have to hand it to you for the album recommendation because I was uh, I was sitting there today and I texted Frank and I was like, Frank, I'm fucking blanking, dude. I don't know what to do. And he was just he was just like, Slayer's Divine Intervention. And I was like, Yes, I can find something for that. Listen to the entire album on my drive to school. It's surprisingly short for a Slayer album. Uh, I feel like. They're usually about, like, that time. They're not... I guess. I mean, this one... I But I got to school, and when I went to drive here, I had two songs left. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, it's a, it's a quick listen, uh, honestly. But if... Uh, I'm not sure of the distribution of this brewery. Um, oh, it looks like they're brewed in New York. Ooh. So, I mean... They've got to be pretty decent to be getting down here. Uh, either way, if you're in an area where you can find Ellicott Brewing Company's, Ellicottville Brewing Company's Chocolate Cherry Bomb Imperial Stout, mm. I highly recommend it. And why not listen to a fucking overlooked classic Slayer album while you're at it? If you ever have an excuse to listen to Slayer, do it. We're telling <laughs> you to do it while drinking beer, which is even better. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. And if if somehow you're not already familiar with that album, uh, do do this, do this as soon as possible. Both things, both the beer and the album. Purchase them. Listen to them. Drink them. Wait, what? What? For the record, uh, something I said leading into the segment. There's nothing wrong, obviously, with Tom having a boyfriend. I just wanted to put that out there. It's, so it, no one took that the wrong as, way. <laughs> as he sits over there off the mic, creating dead air by distracting <laughs> us all while we still can't hear what he's saying. We didn't get yes. up and uh, mess with your phone. Yeah, you... So you, you took that somewhere, bud. Yeah, you <laughs> left it there. Oh, yeah, no. No one has moved from their seats. Yeah. So, our producer responsible for keeping track of and recording and playing everything uh, can't find his phone. He can make a bunch of crinkly noise with a bag of chips, though. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Stenographer, read us the minutes back. 
uh, is it, it's I, it feels like this is like a once a month segment where we just straight up bust on Tom for something stupid. Hey, well, if it's not <laughs> that <laughs> picture on the Instagram was funny. It was <laughs> funny. Oh boy. So, um, actually, in a bit of news, uh, me and Mike went to a show uh, last Friday. Also on the yes. Instagram, got a little little video up. Yeah. Um, it I'm was said I did not make that one. It was uh, majority of it was definitely a uh, a beatdown show, whatever you want to call it. Um, we sadly missed uh, Garland Green. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah. The flyer, well, not the flyer, the site for Underground Arts said, hey, doors open at 7, show starts at 8. Cool. No, apparently Garland Green went on at 7.30. I feel like they Mm. were a last minute add-on. I do, too, because they weren't even on the flyer you had. Yeah. They were on the one I had. Yeah, they've been doing that a lot lately. Just just adding, um, which is awesome. I mean, it doesn't hurt anything that we... You know what I mean? Like we got what was advertised, but yes, you know. So, um, <laughs> you watching a neo-Nazi clocked in the head on repeat? Yes, yes, okay. it's therapy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, um, seriously. Oh, just to uh, just to, I don't know if you saw that uh, 4chan doxed the dude who punched him. Really? He is quite literally, and I'm not saying any of this to be offensive. Sure. A shit-eating cuckold. Oh. He's he's very kinky, and he apparently likes... The dude that he's into, threw the punch? Yeah, he's into, he's into getting shit on, and he's into being cucked. So it's kind of funny that the, the most well-known fucking neo-Nazi figurehead right now got punched oh in the head by a literal God. shit-eating cuck. That is amazing. It's awesome. That's karma. That's the greatest thing. Karma's ever. real. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that's intense, dude. You can't beat that, so can I you? wonder, how did they dox him? He, like, how did they figure out who he was? Did dude, he, like... it's 4chan. Yeah, I suppose. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> they found him. <laughs> <sighs> they that's, find everyone. That's excellent. So, back to the show. Oh, f- real quick, Garland Green... Um, not, nothing definite, but we, uh, spoke again. There may be an interview next month. Nice. Maybe. We'll see. So. Um, so at the show we saw it was A Life of Torment, uh, Departed, Vane. Love Departed. Vane, uh, Absolute Suffering, and then Jesus Peace. Um... If I'm to be honest, the part of the show for me that, like, was the best was Vane. Um, because they were, whereas all the other bands kind of fit into a similar, uh, I guess, category. Yeah. Vane was doing something completely different. Well, and um, this is where, this was where, uh, Mike cut us off and said, save the discussion for the podcast. Um, where I was talking about how, um... Being in the in the Philly area and this close to the whole Philly scene, it's awesome um, because the guys over at that team, you know, Joe Hardcore and Chris X and everyone they work with, have been putting on shows for so long and grew up with PA Hardcore being such 
a diverse scene that they seem to have really taken the fact that they have pushed the hardcore scene into such an insane level of stability having um having the same frequent venues having bands that love coming from out of town into philly uh that they've taken that and now used it to kind of recreate that in their own way and bringing in you know fucking i mean they had iron they had iron reagan play this is hardcore you know a total fucking crossover band Mm -hmm. awesome um having just just totally different the fact that there will be metal acts and i mean straight up metal like not even metalcore in the middle of a hardcore show and everyone's accepting it everyone's cool with it which is fucking great like it'll help it the scene thrive absolutely Um, absolutely i was what i was saying earlier is i was reading an article and a person was talking about how back in the day if you saw a show in philly each band was going to be different and so you got to hear a whole different mix of music in one night right whereas uh kind of now you might not get that you might get a bill say of five bands and all five are going to be the same which sometimes can be boring like it can be for the most part though i really have to hand it to them i don't see too much of that especially in like the past year Mm -hmm. um because i think they've just gotten such a like i said i can't think of a better word than stability for what they've done for the scene um i was gonna say something and now i'm fucking blanking out oh uh if no one's seen the pa hardcore documentary uh where you were there when we watched it the one day weren't you yes yeah that really gives you an idea of um of what the scene was like back in the day strongly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it shout out to to our buddy lauren lapree over at average superstar films uh fucking killer documentary but it's cool to see that kind of coming back in the swing like i'm a i'm a big fan because you know me like growing up the 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 path that i followed kind of went from from classic rock and like you know classic heavy metal to fucking to a little bit of thrash to punk then more into thrash because of punk and then hardcore and then, you know, from there, it just blew the fucking doors open, black metal, all that other shit. Um, so being a big fan of all these different genres, it's cool to see such a weird mix. Yeah, that, uh, I was saying earlier, like, so uh, Life of Torment comes on, I was like, alright, some, some like, beat down. Departed came on. Again, we got some more beat down. Uh, they're a so, little bit more varied. You just can't always hear it as much depending on... This is at Underground Arts, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like their sound there is not always done well. It's... it's, it's I And I don't know so much that it's being done well as it is the venue itself. I, I, okay, so, yeah, let me, let me hop in. Um, Garland put up a recording, right? It, and... Um, I don't know that it was uh, tied into the PA. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was like some sort of a live recording setup. It sounded okay. Um, some of the stuff we heard sounded okay, and some of it sounded a little muddy, washed out. But um, I think part of that's we're getting older, because like lately, no matter where I go, um, if I'm not listening to straight like shoegaze, it doesn't sound good. 
I'm mm. serious. I think I'm going to start wearing earplugs to see if that cuts out it's like all not the a bit. fuzz. Yeah, it will. And it will. You'll be able to hear the music. Yep. So. I also probably have trashed ears. Uh, you do. Um, also, like. <laughs> especially yeah. sitting home listening to the fucking noise. Oof, yeah. yeah. Seriously, <laughs> on your fucking tape, tape deck. Uh, um, I, I really, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Every time I get out to the shows to just see the, the, cr- the same dudes at these shows. Like, sometimes I'm a little, like, miffed at etiquette sometimes, but, like, I'm still happy to see that these people are straight up, like, in to win, like, all the time. Yeah, man. It's, it's True a, fans. It's a really devoted scene. I don't think there's a stronger scene anywhere in the country right now than there is in Philly. I really don't. And, I mean, it's all tied into that, you know, the, the Delaware and Jersey scenes, but... Because all those bands tend to hop around the area quite a bit. But. That that just went through my mind like the other day. Um, forget what I was doing. Not not related, but I realized like how accessible. I mean, like yeah, we've got Bandcamp, yeah, whatever. But I mean, it it's super convenient living where we live. Deciding to do this podcast. Oh, and look at who the fuck we have right now. You have Jesus Peace. You have Lifeless. You have fucking Ground. You mm. have like oh, Garland Green. Yeah, like so much shit happening with bands that live within 20, 30 That's minutes. Just Jersey of us. Hardcore. I mean, there was uh, another band we covered recently from Jersey, but that wasn't hardcore. Oh, okay. Like, oh, Wastelands too. Wastelands, huge yeah, shout out yeah. to fucking Wastelands. Yeah, they, they're they've been active lately, playing a lot of shows. Yeah, I've I have yet to make. I've wanted to go to all of them, and I haven't I made it to any of them. I feel a really lot of bad them are just that. getting back from a mini tour. Um, didn't Descent just go south? Did they? I think so. There's another one from the area. Heavy as Actually, fuck. The band I covered uh, was it last week? Toxicology. They're a Jersey band. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Jersey's rife with Jersey, music. PA. I mean, fuck, man. Um, I, the the band uh that I got super pumped at the show uh Vane. They were they were insane, dude. They were unreal. Like them being so out the box definitely made the other acts a little less impressive, and it's not their fault. Like Vane was, they were on another level pulling in like samples that were t- okay so to me they were like young uh tony danza tap dance extravaganza and that's like everything to me like, that is like everything to you <laughs> i mean the vocals were definitely different but like i fucking love them it was it was good stuff dude it's got that uh that like higher pitch like panicky sound to it which yeah. i fucking love um and very, very uh, chaotic. Very, very like uh, straight sections of Dillinger, but then they'll have like a like a beat down breakdown, mm. and that is cool shit. <laughs> I mean, like it. Whew. I loved it so much that uh, they got done playing. Um, I bought a shirt. I got home that day, and then I bought one of their demos on Bandcamp. They look like young dudes too. So they're I think they're from uh, Boston. So they came, they came they came a little way to uh to play. It's still yeah. East Coast though. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking East Coast baby. <laughs> I I love it, man. I I can't imagine um 
being away from this area. I have nothing else for the fucking shows. Like, Christ almighty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all in all, Jesus piece was heavy shit. I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no fucking question. Uh, those guys don't fuck around. Like I said, there's a reason they fucking come out <laughs> every time I've seen them and start the set by very angrily saying, Jesus peace, you fake motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, I realized that that was time to get get back to the bar and just <laughs> chill out. <laughs> yeah, if you're not ready for that shit, get the fuck away mm. from the pit. Um, but speaking of fucking weird... And just how, just a, a real fucking example of how bizarre this scene can be. Uh, we've got the Code Orange show coming up rapidly. Uh, that's going to be fucking awesome. One of the performers is Nicole Dolenganger. She's this weird, like, acoustic dream pop singer. That's awesome. It's going to be, I, I checked out her shit. It's really fucking good. And it's going to be totally different than anything else occurring because I mean they've added fucking uh, lifeless and yeah. Jesus piece to that show so <laughs> like dude fucking everyone everyone should come out it's at the church it's fucking awesome but if uh, if if you can't handle the pit just <laughs> hide back by the merch tables because it's re- <laughs> it's gonna be that one's gonna be a fucking ass beater. <laughs> so, you know, um, just take caution because hardcore is dangerous again, and I say that in the most loving way possible. Um, I meant to say while we're on the topic of like, I guess odd lineups, I was quite upset that tonight there was a show that I kind of wanted to go to. At, um, I believe it was that Kung Fu Necktie. I forget all the bands, but pretty much you were gonna have like black and punk I think like a, a noise act and like a jazz act all wait, in one wait look. a minute like a straight up jazz act apparently get the fuck out of here which would have been I was, I was like god damn it it's like I'm recording get, get, uh, look man can, can it get any fucking cooler can it get any cooler we love the area that we live in like yeah, um, for anyone looking for an excuse to see what Philly Hardcore is like, fucking come out to This Is Hardcore this summer. Oof, yeah. People Easy. travel, people have in the past traveled here from Australia, from fucking Singapore, from, I've met people from Denmark. People legit travel from all over the planet to see this fucking festival, and you will not see a tighter run festival anywhere. It's incredible what they do there. It's a, it's a whole experience. The whole four days are fucking awesome. The three days that are at the Electric Factory are insane. They set up not only the shows inside, but a whole goddamn punk rock flea market outside with, like, four to five food trucks. It's fucking bonkers. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited about going this year. Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. Definitely come out for as many days as you possibly can. So, there you go. There's if uh, if you want to see what we are so insanely fucking privileged to have access to on a weekly fucking basis, come on out. You might want to move to Philly afterwards. 
<laughs> so, uh, anyway, I'll stop gushing over the fucking scene. You're absolutely right, though. Oh, it's something else, man. I mean, you just got back into it, you know, within the last couple of years, too. Yeah, I, and I just zoned out on those fucking vegan huggies that we were eating. Hmm? <laughs> they're so random but so good kung fu hoagies is fucking dope man it's filling <laughs> even though you're at a hardcore show oh, they're incredible they're incredible I love the vendors that, that come to show support like everyone everyone there is fucking great that's it into the combine you gotta come cover this is hardcore with us this oh, year oh fuck yes come on guys come out come on Do out it. We'll, we'll, we'll all put you up places man it's, yeah. it's good That'd be fucking dope. We'll do like a dual coverage type thing. Oh fuck yeah! They could, we can bring them into the fucking studio. Yeah. Well, that might be. T- well, we'll see where we're at at that point. <laughs> we'll share mics if we have to. We be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Uh, usually. Yeah. It'll be the summer. That'd be cool as fuck, man. So if you guys are listening, fucking hit up Mike and let's figure this shit out. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DM hit up the me. Instagram. Or the Facebook. Someone will respond. We'll figure it out. We get so pumped when someone hits up our Facebook. <laughs> we all start texting each other. We're like, yeah, somebody said something. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, we're all just fucking metal nerds, so yeah. we're, we're excited when someone else is into this shit, too. Dude, I, like, when I first started working at the detail shop, since, like, I guess I just recently started wearing glasses again, well, I don't know if you remember me without them, but you probably do. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I go in, and I, I tend to, like, put myself together for an interview and whatever. So it's like they think I'm some like bank working, like radio listening, like you know what I mean, like uh, white collar, and it's like they you think guys, you're a fucking normie. Yeah, you have no idea, <laughs> man. So we got any other topics to cover? Uh, the only thing, uh, a nice reminder: February eighteenth. Fucking bodies coming to Philly. Oh, the body oh, with yeah. Alsace. Yes. What a weird fucking duo to be playing uh, at the same show. Mm-hmm. I am so pumped to see the body. Like, oh. I am too. And I'm not at all familiar with hit the solo work. Oh, yeah. You need to listen oh, to that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You've only really listened to this shit to I their know, collaborations, huh? I know him. Him? Is it him? It's two guys. It's yeah, two, it's oh, them. It's two guys. Yeah, them. it's a them. I only know them by their work with. I I really I wish you came out to see them do that fucking collaboration album. I do too. Oh my god. Trust me, I I do too. I wish they would do it again, but I have a feeling that was like a a one time deal. It could be unless they decide to do another collaboration in the future. Which, don't 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 toy with me that way i mean that was so good it was god it was my <laughs> my number one album of 2016 yeah that's true that is true it was close for me i'm, I'm oh we still got to make our lists and put them up oh fuck yeah my bad um i forgot too yeah we'll get on that i'm assuming everyone has it written down somewhere Oops. i'm still having discussions about that shit um 
I had someone in a group that I'm involved in recently uh, asked everyone for their fucking 2016 album of the year. And I got into a discussion with a guy who said, uh, he said, no competition, uh, ghouls, dungeon bastards. And I was like, ah, I was like, dungeon bastards was good, but like, is it, is it on the level of full of hell in the body or fucking vector? Vector, Like, nah, man, it didn't, it, Sadly, Meshuggah. it's uh, yeah, Meshuggah. like yeah, it. It sadly didn't even make my top ten. I wanted it to. I do like Dungeon Bastards, but like when I saw Meshuggah and they played uh, Born Didn't... of Dissonance live, I started headbanging viciously, hurt my neck, thought to myself, "You need to stop," and I couldn't because it was so goddamn heavy. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's funny. I've been reading up a little bit, you know, like reviews, YouTube reviews, whatever, and everybody seems to say sort of the same thing. It's like they're heavier. Yeah. It's like recording live, getting that live sound somehow brought out a different approach and a slightly different sound. And it's still Meshuggah, but it's like just so angry. <laughs> uh, it's so good. So good. From what I know of uh, Coloss, I do think it's definitely heavy as fuck. Yeah. A lot of bands matured this year, last year. <laughs> a Skeleton Witch. I mean, I know it's only uh, four tracks, but god damn. Yeah, that was insanity. Uh, as far as evolving their sound. Yeah. I mean, I like old Skeleton Witch. I mean, you know, I'm not Fuck some, yeah. But like... <laughs> See, it's it's weird. It's weird that there because of because of us doing that top ten list. Because otherwise, I don't think I it it would have ever clicked for me just how many of the releases I love happened in 2016. Mm-hmm. Because of us recording that episode, I now look back fondly on 2016. Fuck yeah! Like, dude, what a fucking great year! To be a fan of metal, hardcore, all of it. All of it. The albums, the shows. Ah, God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, a bunch of people that have a lot more money than us died, and that sucks and all, but we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Kill your fucking idols. (laughs) For real. Fucking move on. Be better. Yeah, seriously. Oh man, um, we've—I feel like we've just been on cruise control for quite a while, and I don't—I don't know that, that Tom even has the wheel. Oh it's no, a he little concerning. He tuck and rolled a long time ago. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. You, you you pass one fucking restaurant, and it's just like a fucking magnet. Ugh. Eating dinner while we're recording. <laughs> Breaking out the tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. Like a savage animal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> so, uh, with I'm not really sure, guys, that uh, anyone's getting up to hit the brakes. I was about to say, instead of a nice, smooth approach to our destination, it looks like we are rapidly approaching and are in danger 
of crashing into the destination. We are we are careening into a batch of trees over here. They don't look like they're going to move. We are going to power slide into it, explode in a fireball of glory at the destination. Holy so, shit. That's right. You being, can't silence us. Yeah. <laughs> we're, you don't know it, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so, beings that we are about to be engulfed in f petrol and, and fire, I do not recommend that you take off your seatbelts. We are arriving at the destination. Fucking run. Yeah. <laughs> As always, good night, ladies. <laughs>